This is SG Fun, a Stargate podcast. I can't remember the title of the episode. Oh, it's the best. What is it? Uh, Wormhole Extreme. <laughs> oh, is that what the title of the... the that's what the title of the episode is? Yeah. Oh, that's funny, because I wrote that as one of my titles, not <laughs> knowing the title. Well, yeah. Um, I mean, it's right there, but yeah. All right. I'm going to... I'm just going to welcome everyone to the vertical yeah, watering hole. Yeah, yeah. Welcome. Hey! No, I don't want to do it that way. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, guys! Stop. Do it. Wait, wait. In honor of the title, do it 90s style. What's up, good listeners? Is that it? Yeah, yeah. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome back to the vertical watering hole where it's uh, popping off all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that 90s style it feels 90s style I think, to me. I think so. I think so. I mean, yeah, no, don't, yeah, don't be tripping, uh, everyone. You know, we got, we got, we got, we got a hell of a show for you today. I'm, my name's, oh, my, I'm, dude, I'm, no, I plan oh. to fucking do it right. Are we still doing it? We're, we're, yeah, okay, we're doing yeah, it. Go yeah. Ahead. This is all, okay, this sorry, is all sorry. staying in. This is all in. All right. Hot, go ahead. You're well, good. you know, uh, hey, hey, I'm your homeboy, uh, 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 Tori. Uh, here with my home girl Sarah, and uh, What's up? <laughs> <laughs> we got a hell of a show for you today. This is extreme to the extremist. Uh, all you cool cast, the vertical watering hole. We're gonna be surfing that shit today, getting tubular. Cool cats. See, see, I'm, see, I'm dropping all these. This is awesome. Yeah, um, that's. I'm That's right, Daddy-O. I'm cheating from a website, though. Yada, oh. yada, yada. Uh, you go, girl. Talk to the hands. Maybe this isn't the best. So sue me. Right? Oh, yeah. So, so sue me. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to say that. Okay. But you try to pick. Okay. Randomly give us each one we have to work into our episode. Uh, you have the bomb. All right. What do you have? Oh, uh. Dibs. Nope. No, I choose Buzzkill. <laughs> buzzkill? Okay. What a Buzzkill. God, I'll give you $100 to take the bomb from me and give me Buzzkill. Okay, okay, let's let's switch. I got the dump <laughs> bomb. You get Buzzkill. Okay. Wait, Crunk? Crunk is from the 90s? Oh, I'll no. Crunk. I want Crunk. Yes, it is. is I'll it? take Crunk. Okay, okay. Yep, I want Crunk. Uh, we can have them all. We can have them. Eat my shorts. I'll uh, take and eat my shorts. Who's your daddy? We know who our daddy is. Yeah. <laughs> As if. <laughs> this is so fun. Okay. All right. Let's. Okay, I'll right. take that. So I'm taking notes. Okay. Uh, all right. Like, well, all right. Look. Hey, cool cats and kittens. We're here. We're here to do this very <laughs> peculiar episode uh, of Stargate SG-1. This is SG Fun. Welcome. I'm Sarah. Yeah. You know, probably not your first time listening, but what if it is? Oh, my God. Double welcome. Uh, sup. I'm... I'm <laughs> I'm Tori, and uh, hey, 
all of you should be super comforted by this. I was very much comforted, at least in a certain aspect of this episode. This episode's taking us, taking me back. It's gonna take you back if you're uh, over 35. Um, yeah, no, this is gonna be a great time. I think. Wait, what's it taking? How's it taking us back? Oh, oh, just you know, it's just it's it's making me feel it, making me think of like you know extreme skateboarding. Oh, there were X Games. X Games. I'm in, Tori. Let's get it crunk. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we're going to be dropping these bombs all night long because the listeners know what's up. They know what's up because we're, 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 today we're doing season five, episode 12. Wormhole Extreme. Extreme, extreme, extreme. Which, according to, I guess, the shitty producer, having X in the name just makes it better. So that's the new title of our podcast, SGX Fun. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. That's how it's going to be from now on. SGX Fun. Yeah. I. But yeah, but what? And that's the thing. I I don't know. I got some al- alternate titles, but you know, can you beat Wormhole Extreme? I don't think so. I don't know because it's like all that in a bag of chips. So. <laughs> <laughs> you go, girl. <laughs> yeah i mean i don't know like i mean i actually feel like let's rename the whole show going to other planets going to other planets wow just just slips off the tongue so do you remember martin saying that uh, yes amazing yeah, okay, amazing yeah, okay. writer amazing writer i don't really have anything better than that today so go, take your turn yeah. oh well i mean one of mine was billings montana <laughs> you <laughs> It keeps coming up for us, Billings, Montana. It's a, it's a, <laughs> or, or uh, uh, episode 12, when you tell DeLuise he can't have a behind the scenes doc. Oh, documentary? He makes this episode. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I thought it was called, I, I'm just making this up now. I'm like, Nepo, oh. Nepo Brothers. I'm surprised, I'm surprised Dom didn't show up. <laughs> uh, well, I also have episode 12, O'Neill rizzes up every single woman at the studio. I don't know if you saw that. <laughs> no, something, something was going on. I don't know. I don't know what riz means. Like, what's uh, Wait, what? a way to tell me? Oh, like, uh, I... uh, 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 <laughs> oh, shit. Off the chart? O'Neill is off the chart. I think it's game. <laughs> he's he's uh, got game. You're right. Yeah, he's, he's uh, right, got game. O'Neil he's throwing that game up, at... Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he throws... <laughs> Christ, that's the fun of like actually being this age. Because I'm like, oh, that's right. I guess that thing I say all the time is actually 90 specific fucking slang. Oh, yeah, it's great. Bring been it fucking replaced. Stop it. Oh, I called it Red Kiwi Delights. <laughs> nice. I know. I mean, I got yeah. I got one, a uh, pastel Carter. Oh, she's very pastel. Got you can take the Martin outer space. But you can't take the outer space, outer Martin. <laughs> you can't take the outer. No, I like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I only got one other one. Uh, I just got. Uh, don't worry, it's on cable. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. Don't worry, it's on cable. I got mini bleams. Mini bleams. Yeah, some dialogue from uh, Extreme Wormhole. Extreme Wormhole. Oh. Just like, thank you. It's been many bleams since my people have been able to, you know. Yeah, yeah. and then he and then he makes out with her. Dude, yeah. man, that guy's an aggressive 
weird kisser. He kirks out a lot. Yeah, yeah. So, in any case, this episode aired September 8th, 2001, one day after the last episode, which, after watching this episode, makes a little bit more sense to me. Because, like, why would anybody do that with any series? Why would they have one one after the other? Because they are like, we can't possibly disrespect our fans by releasing this as the real episode. As a canon episode, yeah. Yeah, because honestly, like, this is basically just a fun little visit with that cool actor who plays Martin that we've enjoyed on other shows. He's great. He's a delight. Let's bring him back. Oh, somebody forgot to put any stakes into this episode. So, like, the whole time I'm like, oh, wait. Yeah, that thing's approaching Earth. Are we supposed to be worried about that or... (laughs) Yes. You You know what this whole episode feels like? It feels like... It feels like a holiday episode. It feels like, yeah, you know yeah I mean? like a Christmas special where it's like no, nothing really happens. They just all have get good feels or something. Yeah, yeah. And they all just get a sort of meta, meta, meta at each other. Um, well, anyway, but yeah. So, but the director is Peter DeLuise, uh, who also has a big acting role in this one. That would be like hella cool if he's also the creative consultant <laughs> and ha- has triple dips. I, oh, oh, I was going to look at that. I forgot. Uh, and the right, well, it's weird. And the story is by Glasner Wright and Paul Muley, teleplay by Melozzi and Muley, which, yeah, which this just basically means. Booyah! Ooh. That's what that means. <laughs> it means, oh, it's going to be great. Uh, you go, girl. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, but but it basically means, I was like, what does that, what does that mean, those credits? But that's, but it now makes sense because apparently like half the lines are improvised in this whole fucking episode like it's this this episode is literally like vacation ah snap <laughs> i look at when he's like crazy because that list was too short i got a picture of beavis and butthead oh nice man this oh this is great word that's so fly but not yeah <laughs> sorry we could well we're just like we don't have to put this in the show but we could just like you know freshen ourselves up so we can drop that drop some of these in yeah 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 Oh, is it time to do that? Oh, yes. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Oh. Yeah, I can. It's your turn, huh? Yeah. I have to All summarize. Right. I have to summarize this whole episode. In yeah. So much, much like seconds. everybody, much like today's actual episode that we watched had absolutely no dramatic tension in it. Um, unlike today's episode, we're going to steal from earlier earlier like season one where we need to insert artificial tension and we are actually going to do it 24 seconds Tori doesn't describe this uh god damn it Tori doesn't summarize this show in 24 seconds we're all gonna die and i'm gonna blow up i don't know why i cannot talk (laughs) (laughs) your brain your brain your brain's flashback to the 90s i know i'm bugging yeah, yeah, you tri- you're tripping. Uh, oh, I'm tripping. All right, but uh, I think I'm ready. I think I'm ready. I mean, oh yeah, shit! I totally forgot what I'm doing. Ugh! All right, Tori. Yes. Are you ready to yes. save the mountain in yeah. 24 seconds for some reason? Let's go. All right, go. Okay, so they 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 figure out that Martin's back on Earth. He's the ride creative consultant for a show, Wormhole Extreme. Uh, you go, girl. 
So they have to go and be because it's showing all their secrets. So they go and we meet the Deloise boys and they're making the show and Martin's friends are there. They be tripping. Uh, <laughs> but so they have to like. You're done. We're dead. Wow. That was. But we're not really dead because we're not uh, today. We're not really on the show. We're on the show in the show. Yeah, this is S- this is SGX fun. Yeah. So we secretly lived because we'll find out later. None of this is real. <laughs> yeah. This show, this show is not real. It's true. I know. <laughs> All right. Listen, let's go. We get a uh, last previously on. We get we see. We see Teal'c is Murray. We <laughs> see Stanford Blatch, <laughs> a.k.a. Martin. We see torture, kidnapping and space aliens. We see the whole episode. We see the yeah. whole last episode, which I should have watched the recap and or the episode to remember what the hell happened. I remember. I remember. And then and then that part's over. And what we see is a pretty cool fucking ship. Mm-hmm. A cool ass ship. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's amazing. It's made of like two half moons that that they revolve around. In axis. The yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but, but then they cut to Carter and her uh, Kepler space probes shitty photo of it. Mm-hmm. Um, although if it's just around Mars, like this is a, a, any amateur astronomer worth their salt will be able to see this. Anyone on the planet will be able to see this. This is like, that's a really good fucking point. Cause like you can like kind of, you can see Mars with your eyeballs. Yeah. Like don't, this is a big, this is a big deal. Yeah. It's pretty fucking close. And they're pretty <laughs> chill about it. Like this is the thing. I don't feel that stakes at this point are introduced. There's not like this could be a threat to us. We don't like we know who it is. You know, we're we're like, okay, this is the same tech as Martin and his pals in the little shuttle thing. Yeah, nobody knows what's happening, but we know that all their I forgot about this until later, but all of like their planets destroyed. They lost the war. There's nobody there. So it's not like there's an invasion coming from their planet. Are we worried it's going to like crash into earth? Are we worried people are going to see it? Like, what are we worried about? <laughs> like, there's never a, like, this is why we care. No, it's true. In fact, the more I think about it, like everyone's super chill in this episode, no matter what's happening. Yeah. Because there, there are no, even like, even daddy, he's like, well, I mean, so what are we sure. doing? Uh, <laughs> yeah. And somebody's like, oh, you know, I bet we should go do this. He's like, yeah, you go. Like, oh, O'Ne- O'Ne- well, O'Neill, he's the only one that's sort of, mad when you hear it's connected to martin because he's like he sold the south a little fucker <laughs> I know. okay we're jumping we're jumping ahead right oh sorry first sorry. of all so she, so she talks about sam carter's talking about how you know they basically remember that little shuttle that we found that landed in billings billings like, montana the fucking luck and I'm like, sorry, if you just like are in love with Billings or you're from Billings or Billings has like super duper special meaning to you. I'm so sorry. Like, yeah, I've only been to Billings a time. It smelled fucking bad. And so I am shitting on Billings and I'm saying that's not where I would want to land. Well, and the weird thing is, is that I don't think they said it was Billings in the last episode because we would have definitely hit on that. Yeah, I was like, I don't remember shitting on Billings on the podcast. No, Did we know that. Okay. No, no. So, uh, yeah, that was put in after the fact for this episode. So that was th- new information. So they're shitting on Billings or, or saying, I don't know. I don't know. Saying something. 
someone from there. They're not shitting their... on Billings. They said the word Billings, unless you hate Billings it's... so much, Tori, that if someone says Billings, you're like, yeah, shitting yeah, on the place yeah. by naming yep. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. I don't know. And then Daniel, well, Daniel's like, oh, yeah, Martin, he's the little guy with the pills and the glasses. Like, what? That's Is you. that for us? That's Is you, that, like, dude. Is that like, why did they give Daniel That's... that line? Like, he's trying to dunk on the nerd. Oh, I feel like this whole episode explains why art doesn't explain, but shows like the him leaving was a like, and don't let the door hit you on the way out from the writer's room. Like, oh, do you, oh, like, really? Oh, oh yeah. And no, I'm totally kidding. I mean, it's a joke podcast, but yes. Oh, I could see that. I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I'm not saying like for real, real, but definitely for play, play and maybe for real, real. That was some 90s. That was some 90s. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, it feels it feels it feels like. Uh, Michael Shanks was not did not have fun making this episode. I don't think he enjoyed the unserious aspect of it at oh, all. I bet he didn't enjoy the part where the I'm jumping ahead, but where the guy who plays him at the end is gets a whole bunch of fake rocks dropped on his head and then gets up and is a tantrum whiny little bitch about it. Oh, oh, I can't believe I missed that. Mm-hmm. And the way, oh my God, the way the guy who who like plays him like makes fun of his line delivery is so funny. Uh, well, uh, this is where we find out. We're like, we have to find Martin, and we do. Where's I wonder what Martin's up to now? Yeah. Cut to Martin is making a TV show. <sighs> What's it called, Tori? Wormhole Extreme. Uh, you cool cats and kittens. Uh, <laughs> where we see Adeloise Bro. Well, they made okay. So we see the team. Mm. Team D. Yep, yep, yep. They've made Sam Brunette. Daniel, they made Daniel a little shorter. Nerdier. Nerdier. They made Teal more silver. Gr- yeah, grayish. And well, <laughs> I put O'Neill older, but he was not older. No, they just um, I think put gray spray they, in his hair. They spiked his hair. There's a bro sighting. We see the intro to the show. Credits for Wormhole Extreme, and it is the shit. I I can I have this show, please? Can I have Wormhole Extreme? This is hyping me up. I want to see this show. This is the greatest show I've ever seen. Is that my 90s kid coming out? Maybe. It's fucking amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Is it the show, isn't it? (laughs) Yes. Awesome sauce. (laughs) Anyway, yeah, I don't know. It's it's great. We actually then are on the set suddenly, and we see that... uh, or no, maybe we're on the set and then they show that they're watching the thing. But you see that uh, Peter DeLuise is playing himself. <laughs> and that's where I asked if this was a triple dipple, triple dipple episode. Yeah. Where he was a director, consultant and actor. And yeah, there's Martin creative consulting. So this is funny because don't you feel like he's got Peter DeLuise's like actual job? Yeah. So he's definitely like fine with that. And he himself playing himself as a director is real prick. So he's fine with it. He's like, he's chill with the episode. Um, I love that. So they show each of them reacting to their counterparts yes. on Wormhole Extreme. And the only one who's happy is Sam. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. her character, everybody, and it's just like the show, everybody else's character does something real goofy yeah. that makes them go like, I'm not so you. But hers is just like, I'm the brilliant major physicist. Well, yeah, yeah. Who, who's also... A- like a little sassy, like a little. Yeah. Like a little... <laughs> and and so Carter's like, oh, 
I like it. She's the only one who likes her 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 person. Well, yeah. Did she get sad daddy didn't get one and Frage didn't get one? Mm, yeah, actually, no. Yeah, maybe. Maybe that's why he's like, hey, get it down there. Get down to that set. I mean, I'm going to say something about how it's sort of a breach of like national security, but you know, not really. Fig- get down there, become a, uh, figure out why there's no daddy in the show. Well, well, he said, yeah, that's what it is. He's, well, he's, he's decided apparently that in this brief time, I guess they've known about the show. Maybe they've known for a long time, but uh, they're like, the show's good cover. So if anybody starts talking about the Stargate, people can be like, so like, you've been watching a lot of wormhole Worm- extreme. <laughs> yeah. 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 You've had T- uh, TBS has been playing on the television at three and three in the morning when you fell asleep, mm-hmm. but good characters. Welcome. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So McNeil has got to be the air force consultant because he's always the best choice to send to interact with people. He hates. Yeah. F- yeah. F- yeah. For this weird little mission. And this is where he's like, He's like, the only real tension in this whole episode is the fact that Martin fucked us over. I'm going to, I took it personally mm-hmm. and that's, that's why I'm going. Uh, Cause I want to yell at him. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so he rolls over there wearing the best fitting clothes he has ever uh, worn ooh, yeah, on this yeah. entire fucking show. Mm-hmm. And just a little aside in the coming scene, I love Martin's outfit so much oh really <laughs> and his little passive aggressive attitude it's little like i'm 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 all that oh yeah no uh apparently martin you know like he he's just he's got many facets to his personality you know he'll do and in this one yeah he's definitely a sort of a mic hollywood micromanager he's just all over the place making sure fruit is weirdly colored and and aliens are green i feel like the prop that prop guy had a weird amount of attitude for somebody who probably gets treated like shit on set because of just Hollywood dynamics and hierarchies and work structure structures. Don't you think, do you really think I the mean, guy carrying the bowl of props is going to give a bunch of lip to the creative consultant? Uh, if you've been, if, if, if he's that old and been in the business, well, yes, I really? say this is someone in the theater who's been in the theater. Yes. Wow. <laughs> What a dick. Although it's probably a choice from the info that we'll learn later on in the episode. Oh, yeah. That that guy's not a prop guy. That, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. No wonder he's doing a shitty job. Yeah, 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 yeah. So McNeil tries to talk to Martin. Martin doesn't know who McNeil <sighs> is because so he's oopsie doodled his memory again. He's Damn. like, it's pretty. And it's I don't know about you, but I caught on like way sooner than O'Neill. McNeil? We'll call him, I'll just call him both if I want to. I don't have to be consistent. Well, yeah, McNeil, like, he, he, he the air is taken out of his sails a little bit because he's like, well, I can't yell at him now. We're right. Us over. He didn't know what's going on. But uh, but now he's kind of a Hollywood piece of shit. Yeah. Like, what's... <laughs> I know. <laughs> you can hate him for other reasons. I feel like uh, McNeil's, like, just super not reactive to the, the attitude coming off of... Uh... Martin Martin breezes away and McNeil's just like, okay, whatever. I'm gonna go search your gonna go into your trailer, trailer and nobody's <laughs> gonna see me. Well, yeah, and there's some vitamins there. You know, we see some vitamin mm-hmm. pills and he calls and he's like, and he's like, Yeah, you know, might have to check these out, I guess, because he seems to have lost his memory. And daddy's like, Well, this mission has become now top priority. All of SG1 needs to go down there. Well, yeah, Sam's like actually like, oh, things uh, have gotten complicated. He needs backup. <laughs> And daddy's like, Teal, you have to go. And I was like, like okay. okay, wait, why? 
why Teal'c and McNeil in this like super public situation? And then I was like, but at least at this point, I have hopes for this episode having adequate Teal'c involvement. Mm. My hopes are dashed later, but like, yeah. it was hopeful. Yeah. Even when you have two of them, there's not enough. Yeah. For some reason, and I, I wonder why, I don't know why, but they keep like flashing back throughout this episode to the director directing over and over again. Yes. I don't know why, but mostly what he does is go bigger. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. What about bigger? Do you not understand? So I don't know if that's something he does. I wonder if he does that. Like, oh, definitely. Set. He definitely does. So it's like bigger, bigger. This whole episode is just an inside joke. Yeah. That's, that's all it is. It's the weirdest thing. It feels like I'm like spying. Like a weird vanity episode. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, and speaking of that, like, yeah, we get uh, uh, Peter Dellers' brother, Michael. He's playing mm-hmm. fake Jack. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, he's in this episode a lot. Oh, my God. Why didn't right? we make a title? One of the titles. It's what I do. Because <laughs> holy fuck. That's like this guy says, didn't I do that? Yeah. Is it's what I do. Let me aggressively bruise your upper arm and pull you into a, a very hard mouth kiss. Yes. Ah. Although he trips over some dead aliens and they have to, they have to talk him and his brother. They got to, they got to talk. Uh, oh, yeah, I, I call this the dead alien romance garden, which maybe <laughs> also could put on my alternative title pages. Yes. There's a brother fight. Yeah. And, and this is, this is, so, it's just so weird. I mean, it's not weird. It, I understand. I understand why this exists, but it's just like Peter DeLuise at one point got control of this show mm-hmm. and gets to do what he wants, basically. Yeah. How, how, how I'm really interested in how the fuck that happened. I'm not saying it should happen. I just really want to know how that happened. I, like, what are the fucking, what are the bridges? I, I mean, walk over them and know in you know a gen, I mean? in a gen, yeah, in a general sense, it really feels like. Peter Louise is like, because this is an independent show. This, it, I, I think, you know, this was production was in Canada, you know, independent, independent showrunners, you know, they weren't like totally in the machine yet. But Peter okay. Louise has been, was been in the machine, he was born in the machine. And he's like, mm-hmm. screw you, dad. I'm going to go make this show over here. And so it's like, you know, someone like a bigger goldfish going into a smaller lake. Oh, like he was just like, I'm leaving Hollywood. I'm going to go live in beautiful British Columbia. And they were like, oh, my God, Peter DeLuise. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> From 21 Jump Street. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 I feel like there's definitely more to it than that. But OK. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, like, who did he know? Who was he friends with? Was it someone his dad was friends with? Was someone he was friends with? Does he do, did he do a lot of creative consulting on other shows? Does mm. he just know a lot about sci-fi and was having a chat one night with somebody? And they're like, you've got to help us with our show because it's not, it's okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, he was probably friends with Roland Emmerich or something, or uh, maybe he was just a big fan. Can I tell you, this is really why I spent a lot of my life wishing I lived in Southern California because I'm like, oh, you know, I want to be in one of those rooms where I'm in the right room with the right person. I'm just like, I'm so funny. And they're like, okay, <laughs> you're smart. Yeah. You're so smart. Who's your, who's your parents? Oh yes, definitely. Uh, yeah, I'll just lie. <laughs> yeah. Dom DeLuise. He's my father. Yeah. So Can't you see the resemblance. Yeah. Like just like all those, they all look the same. They do. I, <laughs> me too. 
Um, so that's the other weird thing about casting his brothers in like big roles is like, there's no, you don't even have to know he has brothers to be like, well, that is his brother. I guess he has them. And anyway, so he's pissed that Michael brother, brother, Michael DeLuise, brother, Mike, he, he's pissed about, um, tripping over. He's like, we can't make out in this like dead alien <laughs> romance garden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Peter's like, we're just going to pan up to your face. No one will be able to see the aliens. And he's like, the audience is going to know the aliens are there, which is yes, a hundred percent. Right. And he's like, can't we just walk somewhere else? And I don't know why the answer was no, but then uh, Martin's there. Cause they're like, but everyone knows they're dead because we've shot too many scenes where you shoot them once they're stunned. You shoot them twice. They're dead. We've all seen these people shot twice. And Martin's like, Oh, if you shoot them three times, they disintegrate. And everybody is like, you are such a stupid motherfucker. That is the stupidest thing. I've Shut ever heard. the fuck up and get off this. Fuck you, Martin. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and I'm just like, what is the basis for that? Cause that's a great idea. Are they making fun of them for having a shit idea? It's a good idea. No, it's not. Remember the first time we saw that? We were like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> like, okay. It was like, it was a stupid idea. We've just, ex- we've just accepted it by now. I mean, this is fun. This is a, this is an inner look. This is a inner look at the, the, the inner workings of the Stargate production SG one productions. You know, they've had all these conversations. They probably saying all the stuff in the writers. We're this episode is a view into a breaking of the fourth wall, a view into the process, which, yeah, it sounds like I've been shitting on like Deloise and like this whole like weird, like meta thing. And I'm not because it is kind of interesting. That- it is. I actually like, I don't think I was thinking when we were watching it, how much, like I kind of want to go watch it again and realize that probably everything that Michael Deloise is saying, like Richard Dean Anderson, they have done or said, or somebody did, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, it, it's a, hyperbolic version of asking dumb, dumb fucking questions. Pro- yeah, probably that's what this whole episode is. It's just everyone playfully dunking on each other, except when they're throwing little rocks at you. Maybe it's not as playful as maybe some of it's a little more satirical than others, but yeah. Yeah. I, they didn't, they didn't make fun of, uh, I, I noticed that they did not make fun of Amanda tapping. Uh, well, Except for when she's like, why don't I get to kiss anyone? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, would she, she's the only one who gets to kiss anyone. Or does she not? Nobody gets to kiss anyone. Michael Shanks has gotten to kiss people. Til- Tilk's made out with several women. Oh. She's the one who has all the boyfriends. Why don't we see her making out with them? That's bullshit. True. Maybe, maybe backstage, Manny Taffin was like, you know what? This is, this is bullshit. Wildly smacking gum. You know, this is bullshit. Why I get to kiss anyone? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, hyperbolic. Yeah, just hyperbolic versions. But but and then Peter DeLuise is also probably playing an exaggerated version of himself. Uh, you know, of right? course, I'm like, sure he's yeah. not like a super prick. It wouldn't be fun. You wouldn't make. First of all, you would never do this if you were a huge prick. You'd be like, that's not funny. He's built too. Did you see? He's 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 got a solid barrel chest. He's very Health, barely healthy. Man. L.A. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, so we do we do a quick 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 cut to Martin's asshole alien friends, the Italian mob trio. That's right. We get the alien bad guys and they are holding a very almost frameable photo of McNeil and Martin. And they're talking about plans, their plans, and it involves the ship, but we don't know what the plans are. So we're still not tense. I'm still relaxed as fuck watching this episode. I'm just like, okay, 
Cool, cool, cool. Well, yeah, we know. Yeah, we we all they say is that things have become more complicated now that Jack's back in the picture. Right. And they're like, they're like, but our plans, just so you guys know, we have them. Yeah. yeah. They're secrets. <laughs> and I was just like, how did Martin's last episode end? I thought they left. I I can't back? remember either. I was just like, I I don't know. Like, I was like, oh, they're still spying on Martin. Jesus, get a life. Yeah, seriously. How do they even make money? How do they like make any money? How do they have food and clothes and yeah. like cameras and have their shit together enough to where they're like doing secret shit They're You know, they'd be, they'd be gotten in a set of the set of Hollywood. Like they're yeah. crushing it. Yeah. Their life is the bomb. They don't. <laughs> okay. So those other aliens, Martin's like shipmates have never tried to make a life for themselves. Like they're just like only still friends with each other after all this time. And like, I guess like what celibate or maybe, oh shit, never mind. They're like a hot couple. I guess that's all the company Thruple. they need. Thruple. There's three of them. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. W- welcome to this is 2023, Sarah. What if it's a hot couple and one sad person? Cause Martin's like, fuck you guys. <laughs> like, why don't they just take, why don't they just take memory, memory vitamins and go live a life? Yeah, it seems like they have a lot of great skills. They could probably make a great lives for themselves. Yeah, here on Earth. And, I mean, they're all right, white. Like, they're all white, dude. It's, it's gonna. That's like, right. It's like a well-worn for, uh, glove. Uh, yeah. But no, but they, but yeah, I guess they're all back. They've got, they got plans. Are they all back? Listen, I wouldn't know. There's only one of those guys that I committed to memory, and he's there. And I, you, you could, the other yeah, two guys could be totally fucking different actors and I would not know it. Oh yeah. They could be, they could be. I, I didn't really check. Um, we get, to, we get, guess what, Tori, mm. Dr. Frazier. Oh yeah. She gets a couple lines. Um, she gets to make a little jokey, a little bit of a joke. It, it wasn't a joke, but she kind of smirked like she made a joke. And then daddy just was like, <laughs> no. And just kept talking like that's, he just, it was unresponsive because wow. She comes up and she and daddy discuss the surveillance of Martin's house. And they're like, so we're watching the house so that we can see if someone else is watching the house and then see what they're doing. She's like, oh, so it's a surveillance surveillance. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, daddy just flat, flat mouth. He's like, absolutely not. And uh, but this this is the meta, the meta sode. Well, and she also, she did analyze the vitamins that O'Neill took right. in Martin's that trailer. That is more important. That is more important than the social awkwardness, yes. And they are also amnesiac pills. Amnesiac. And I was just like, at this point, I was like, I am surprised Martin is willing to take any tablets. Oh, yeah. Well, he probably thought, you know, vitamins, you know, these are, uh, these are organic. Bought them at Trader Joe's. Mm-hmm. They They're harmless. Yeah. Because yeah. I can buy them at Trader Joe's. They're <laughs> harmless. They're good for you. I bought them at Trader Joe's, like those yeah, uh, yeah, chocolate-covered yeah. almonds. Healthy. But So anyways, it doesn't matter, because we're about to cut to the best scene in any sci-fi show ever. Oh, what? Where uh, Samantha Carter's TV counterpart, TV TV counterpart part, says, so listen, so I'm oh. out of phase, right? And they're like, right. And so I can walk through matter, right? They're like, right, because you're out of phase. That's right. And she's like, how come I'm not falling through the floor? Yeah. And they're like, fuck off. Yep. <laughs> because. No, no, no. That, no, that pause. The scene mm-hmm. is very long. That pause mm-hmm. after she says that is it's so, so long. long. It's 12 <laughs> seconds. 
of airtime. Oh, that's it was good. It's of just Martin I was like, always looking at each other. Yeah. But like, dude, like I loved it, but I was also literally every single one of us is out here trying to never think of that because it breaks fucking every single show. I feel like almost. No, look, see, Peter DeLuise is a genius. They're, they're geniuses. In this one episode, they are being meta about everything, not just themselves, but the audience oh, as well. Other, mm-hmm. And other sci-fi shows too. They are answering all the letters that they got and all the Netscape emails they got from all the fans asking this exact same question. And they decided to answer it in this show, but the only answer they have, which is, we'll get back to you on that. Would it, I would just be like, ask Star Trek. I don't know. <laughs> Oh man! Oh yeah, and and also it just points to the fact that uh, we as, here at SG Fun we are eighteen years too late with our questions. Uh, um, <laughs> we probably have too many. They'd have to make like an extra episode a week for all of our questions. Mm. Okay, so Teal'c Teal'c didn't get a very good undercover gig. He is uh, craft services, but <laughs> yeah, for yeah. some <laughs> but for some reason, instead of just having like the regular like here's some bagels and some schmears and shit he's cooking traditional chulak food which is bad looking meat inside of white bread yeah well yeah it kind of looked like uh like badly formed mini burgers what are they called sliders like shitty sliders right yeah, it looked like sliders literally made out of sh- piles of shit. <laughs> but like, I'm just like, I have, I have. Speaking of questions, how, how is that chulak food? How is he getting the same ingredients? How is he getting the spices? What kind of meat do they eat on chulak? Has he found? Has he been practicing on base? Where has he been? Like cooking at night and like just, I mean, what the fuck? Because that cafeteria is running for people 24 hours because it's 24 hours of people at work, and like, I didn't even know he could cook, and also. I did not think that's how craft services worked. Uh, well, one, uh, I, I can sort of understand at the base. I mean, he lives there, so he's probably hanging out in the kitchen all the time anyway. Yeah, but they're food. busy. They're No, they're busy using that kitchen to make food 24 hours a day, I think, for, aren't they? Or maybe just in meal shifts? They, gave him, they gave him a corner. They gave him a corner table. Him a he, corner. Yeah, and he, he wants to keep, he likes what he likes. By the looks of it, they gave him one of those little, bla- those little um, play school kitchenette sets but and with the plastic food because that seems to be about where his skill level is at and, so and maybe they he's... told him that uh the they usually wear pink chefs wear all pink oh that's what chefs wear all pink i wonder so i wonder i guess maybe he's been collecting ingredients from chulak which must be kind of difficult because he's a sholva so like it's not safe but i guess he's been like maybe braytac has been like sending packages like a yeah some spices like um what is it? Uh, fuck the box that you get co-op, the, the, the produce co-op box and, uh, his, um, his box comes from Chulak. They just, they just, they throw it through the gate. He signed up with like, um, yeah, that there. Yeah. That that planet started that years before we started doing that. That was great. And why would he be the cook and the guy? Like, I just don't, I still don't think that's how craft services works, but, um, it was really weird to me. It, it is it, weird. Yes. It's it, I just like, I, I'm like, what is this even making fun of? Or what is this talking about? At what point has anybody been like, why don't we see Tilk eating Chulakian food? Yeah. Why doesn't he open a Chulakian restaurant? <laughs> oh, man. Well, uh, no, 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 there's two things I can say about this scene. One is some dude asked for donuts. Uh, yeah. And that was Joseph Malozzi, little little cameo. 
And then, uh, 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 uh. and then two weird little scene with Jack and fake Carter where he just says hi to her. Mm-hmm. And then it lingers again. The camera lingers for like five seconds and they have this weird, he's like, hi. And she's like, hello. Do you think they were trying to um, infuse because McNeil is so not like the douchebag Zap Brannigan, Captain Kirk that he's he's not like this Lothario. He's just like doing his job that they tried to like, like they thought it'd be funny to put just like, what would it look like if this character actually, what would it be? Like, how far, how far out of bounds would it, this guy be going if you were doing it? And it's, it's as far as saying like, hello, eye contact, eye contact, eye contact, <laughs> bye. Like that's pretty funny. Well, yeah, well, I, I, sure, but it's it's it, but there there was real like I was like yeah this is how some sizzle this is how Jack O'Neill sizzles, yeah, uh, and it's not the last time in this episode that it happened. Oh no no no! Which I'm like yeah good that's that's cool. I think I think he's he's the best looking. Well, at least in this episode, I'm not gonna lie. Like he looks good in this yeah, episode. About Teal can. Tilk and the pink shirt and that and whatever that that uh that nurse's hat that he was wearing like there was some weird chef's hat thing. And like, is this is, <laughs> were they trying to exaggerate like Christopher Judge's own? Oh, it probably was actually his clothes. They were like, just don't change for this scene. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like how they made the Tilk on the show within the show a robot. Yes, um, because that's basically data, right? And it's like they're he's he's portraying that fucking character that's in like everything but they also exaggerated like his uh shitty social skills where the guy who's asking for donuts is there and he's just like we wish to speak in private leave (laughs) leave us (laughs) yeah meanwhile meanwhile carter and dj get to hang in a van it's just like the last episode jesus and well, and it's and it's weird because Marty, that we get we see inside of his house, not schlocked up, like his last place, that all the alien shit had all that stuff. No, this house just looks right. normal. I'm like, who is who is Mark? Who is Martin? This time he's like, it's channeled into being like a writer, whereas last time it was they, well, you know, because they were like giving him psych meds laced with this stuff or something, so it was making him like now he's just taking vitamins probably sawdust plus whatever he's putting in there <laughs> so he doesn't have all those symptoms and then but we do see martin on set yeah and and mcneil's there and and pdd's there and uh they're trying to figure out you know the producer's there yeah shitty and, producer yeah yeah and they're just like we don't have money to do the ship we don't have money to make this mother or no, he's they're saying we don't want to make this guy float. And he's like, well, if it doesn't float, it's stupid. And they're like, well, if he's not floating, how is he going to get around the alien guard? And McNeil's like, uh, why don't you just shoot it, though? I don't know, like what's going on here. But like, I guess they're they're I guess they're making fun of their producers. Oh, we're yeah. like. You can make a ship if you can do it for five thousand dollars less. And make, they're doing the thing where they're like, "Well, we didn't even get to see the ship." No, no, we, we they we heard them go, "Wow, that was that was quite a ship." In an episode where they give us a really amazing ship, which is I know, funny. I know, yeah, like <laughs> like they didn't have to do that. Yeah, oh, and then like Martin Martin is a real shit to McNeil for speaking, like directly as like, "Oh, he doesn't know his place." Yeah, yeah, and. Uh, 
uh, I think because Martin uh, said all that wormhole stuff, that's when Jack is like, okay, Martin, as they're walking away, he's like, Martin, how'd you come up with this? Like, right. how'd, this, how'd you even get here? And he's like, oh, um, I wrote a sh- short story and or I wrote a book, I guess, and I couldn't get it published. And it was just floating around out there and nobody gave a fuck about it. And somehow these people got a hold of it. Is that the story? Pretty much. Yeah. Because that's how that works. Yeah. Um, you write a story. Nobody buys it. And they're like, holy fuck, can we make this into a TV show? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, all, and then give you a job as well right and then you get to work on it and swing your dick all over set like (laughs) okay (laughs) like what the fuck and where's he coming up with this weird mr hollywood attitude if he didn't have to like get treated like that himself first no yeah it's it's like okay so when martin spoiler alert gave himself amnesia and then all of a sudden he suddenly had a hankering for the hollywood life for the movie life let's make a film Life? No, like no, he was right. Wasn't he writing a? Did he write a book? Yeah, but no one. But but he, he didn't submit it. He didn't pitch it. But yeah, but that. But the way he acts, the way he acts, like he 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 wants to be in the movies. He wants to be doing movie magic, right? Like, I think it's like like kind of anybody, especially in that time period. You know, Hollywood didn't seem like the horrible cesspool shithole nightmare scape for most people that we know it is today. <laughs> and so it was just like wow. You get to work on TV. Yeah. You must be rich and important and party with like celebrities. And so I think any like, you know, it's just sort of that like. This is how I think it is. And so I'm that now. <laughs> almost like almost like like a kid or like a young teenager. Right. Who's like, now I'm going to try this personality this week. You know what I mean? Like trying to figure out what my deal is. Anyways, poor beleaguered Martin, and who wrote the? I can't remember why I wrote that. Why did I write poor beleaguered Martin? I don't know. I have no idea because he's not. Um, he's kind of a dick. Who wrote? Who wrote a short story? Maybe I was being sarcastic. Who wrote a short story about the Stargate? And in the background, I think we hear Peter DeLuise shouting, "Bigger!" Oh yeah, yeah, it's awesome. Bigger. <laughs> well, okay. So Jack is like, all right. In his mind, he's like, someone had to come and like grab it and like talk to these people so he rolls over to the security center at the front of the studio yeah like basically the gate where you drive in yeah so he goes talks to the gate attendant another (laughs) weird scene but he he has i love her like i love her this she's amazing like she just is looking at him like so dead-eyed he's like she's like like castings that way and he's like oh no no i'm i'm colonel yeah mcneil and she's like just doesn't even change her expression she dead eyes him and he's like oh look here's my id and she keeps dead eyeing him and he's like really and she just gives him nothing and like (laughs) love it because he's not even asking for anything so she's just waiting right and then uh so he's like oh hey um i'm doing an investigation i need this list of every car in the the last 10 months he could be a killer. He could be a stalker. He could be who the fuck knows. And she's just like, oh, no problem. No need to call my supervisor. No need to send you to a place where you actually request that information, which definitely isn't here. No, no, no. She's going to go take a look herself in the logs and he's going to leave and to oh, her to her business to do his business. He's just going to yeah. get out of there. She'll get back. Yeah, to he's him. like, 
here, email it. No, he gives her a card and says, email it here. Oh, and by the like, way. Oh, oh, by the way. Yes, yeah. uniform. I know. And she then we just see her. He's like, I like the uniform, right? And she's just like, hmm. She looks at the camera like, that's right, motherfucker. You like this uniform. <laughs> you like, <laughs> like okay. so it's very clear that at least to her it was flirting. No, that I I think that is that's that's literally MacGyver slash O'Neill. That's how he flirt. That's his flirt. That's that that's how he flirts. And it works. Look at that game. Look at that game. He's gaming all over. Listen, I guess if you're like he's having, I will say throughout this episode, he is having a good hair day and a good face day. He's and, and, think, and a good clothes day. And a good clothes day. I say, and when he's wearing clothes that like don't make him look like an 11 year old in dad's suit. And he doesn't, uh, turns out, I don't know. He's got some kind of charisma. He doesn't really need to rizz it up. He's just like, what's up? Yeah. Or just yeah. like, hello. Hi. Hi, yeah, even. That's all he needs to do. <laughs> nice shoes. Nice uniform. That's it. Mm-hmm. And like, everyone's like, my panties are wet. Yeah. Yeah, so, exactly. Okay. I guess he's got it. You got it. You got it. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. What is that making fun of something? Like, am I missing? Are there more jokes than I'm getting? I did look at uh, MacGyver. I did look at a little thing because uh, I was curious if he was, for some reason, I was curious if he was married to any of buddy on the show oh. and apparently uh-huh. macgyver has never married oh. he does he did have a, a daughter with a woman and the daughter they're like a year before this 2001 mm-hmm. uh but he's always sort of been like a hollywood bachelor i see so he's a player uh, he's a player yeah he's, although, a play- uh, he's a fuck boy uh, yes yeah. He, in today's terms, but yeah. he's a player in, <laughs> in 90s. Ni- ni- <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, I, not, I don't think they're like saying anything here, but, uh, but it did make me look for some reason. Cause I was like, how meta is this? I don't know. I don't know okay. what's an inside joke. I don't know what anything's referring to. Like, uh, it could be anything. I don't know. Did him and Amanda tapping fuck? Is that why there was like a flirty moment between him and the fake Amanda tapping? Well, no, no I was just, I, I was actually curious if he was married to that actress. Oh yeah. That's what I was thinking too. I thought, <laughs> I thought that's where it was going when you, when you brought it up. I was no, like, oh. but no, no, yeah. no, he just fucked her. But later. he's had, but he's had a lot of, he's had a lot of relationships and girlfriends and never met and never married. So <laughs> to this day, he's not married <laughs> as far as I Man. could tell. Sounds like that's not for him. There you go. Living his best life, maybe. Or he's just like lonely and closed down, emotionally unavailable. It's hard to know. It could be true. It could could just be be like fucking loving the single life. I don't know. So anyways, back in the van. Got Sam. (laughs) We got DJ. And uh, we've got, I don't know, the worst fake ID ever. So, yeah. Are they are they analyzing the information of the security guard got O'Neill? Like, is that what they're doing? I don't know. Like, how do they get this, these IDs? Like, I didn't yeah, understand that. I don't know because they don't really mention the IDs again. So because are, are they like making a joke of jumping from scene to scene without, or is, is, oh my God, are they making a joke about the show having no tension? Is that why there's no stakes ever given <laughs> in this episode? <laughs> I don't know why they didn't make some fun 24 hour and 24 minute shit. Yeah. So this guy's name is fucking Steve Austin. Dumb fucks at the NID have an agent out there named Steve Austin. Or no, it's an alien. Is it one of the aliens? I got confused. It could be either one, one of the aliens, or two, mm-hmm. one of the NID. 
but they are in disguise going into the studios. Daniel makes right. a joke. He's like, who gets two PhDs and then becomes a teamster? Which, one, teamsters make a shit ton of money, so I don't know yeah. what you're talking about. Well, it's one of the unions you've heard of. Yeah, and those PhDs are probably like, like, yeah, like theater, well, theater and philosophy. There you go. Being, yeah, getting teamster money with those, amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so it's someone that 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 is pretending or pretending is under disguise at the studio. That's all I could figure out, right? Well, it must be then one of the aliens, because like he says, how else would he be like that guy has two PhDs? Oh, yeah, it is. It is one of the aliens. It's one of Tanner's men. Is that an inside joke? Is there somebody working on the set who has a couple of PhDs and is always talking about it or like went to Harvard, but for some reason is doing this and is always Definitely. talking about it? Definitely. Or is sure. it just that? Um, I don't know. Is Michael Shanks a dick? What's going on? But what a dick thing to say. It is but... a, it's a weird thing to say. Yeah. OK, so, yeah, it is one of the aliens, men, And then they. Now they're parked in front of his apartment. And what's his name? Steve Austin. Steve Austin. And they fall. Don't call Steve Austin. Uh, also the name of the $6 million the $6 man. $6 million man. Yep. Mm-hmm. So they, they follow him to his apartment. He goes up and they follow him. And as they're following him, and I'm looking at Daniel Jackson's outfit, I just am like, this shit has consequences because we wasted so much fabric so much fabric on bigger <laughs> clothes in the 1990s that like by the 2000s we only had enough to make low-rise jeans and like skin tight t-shirts and tank tops <laughs> so i noticed clothes are trending bigger now we just gotta be careful because yeah there's gonna be there's gonna be yeah consequences absolutely to not that, folks. absolutely not there the consequences are dire like hoard clothes now while they're still have we'll just be cloth. in underwear in yeah. 2040s yeah, because we're if we go back to this nonsense, any who's old. Uh, well, so that yeah, they follow him up and they get into his apartment, but he's disappeared. He's he's just he disappeared somehow. As they're getting in there, we see this like kind of like weird what the fuck stairwell scene. Yes, where they're crouching around a public stairwell with guns. Yes. And I'm like, why does Daniel Jackson have a fucking gun, <laughs> like out on the street? And I'm like, what's his like GS? Like, is he like a GS fifty? six because he's on like the stargate team and is he like cia or something is he classified mm. in a way where he gets to carry a gun around mm-hmm. town mm-hmm. like he's mm-hmm. not even carrying like it's weird it looks like they look like two kids like with water gun pistols playing like sneak up scenes in the stairwells kind of funny <laughs> but he is steve austin is gone and i was like he must be on to them we we cut Back to the studio where uh, Marlo, uh, Michael DeLuise, is crushing it with one of the alien ladies. And he mm-hmm. fucking, I don't know if you saw this, where he again uh, brings her in for a kiss. He, he grabs her the fabric of her suit in between her breasts, like, gra- like crunches it up in his hand and then pulls her. toward. I've, like- I've never seen anyone do that <laughs> in anything no, it's like, ever. it's like. It's like a thing where, like, if two people are fighting, one of them aggressively grabs the front of the other one's shirt and brings them face to face. Yes. Okay. Sure. That's so weird. So I wonder if, like, because I noticed, like, no, I've never seen it for a kiss either. So, like, because I'm noticing, like, this, like, bruising grip he's putting on their upper arms and, like, dragging them into his face. Yeah. So maybe they're making a point of, like, 
creepy about creepy aggressive like over the top sexualization on like some shows i don't know because it, it seems like they're doing something right because that is a wild weird kissing situation and they are all super aggressive yes like one of them later on like she fucking slaps him and he's like right that means make out time baby <laughs> Which, you know, the 90s, yeah, the, 90, the, the 90s. 90s are like the 90s are almost like, oh, my God, he essayed you. That is such a meat cute. <laughs> As if. Uh, well, yeah, well, uh, yeah, but they can't finish the scene because O'Neill's cell phone goes off. My question was, is 2001 cells still weren't totally prevalent, right? Um, Let's th- not. Oh, to- wait, wait. Yes, I, I mean, had one I mean, in 2001. Well, because when I was so in the 90s, when I worked for the college I went to for admissions, they for some reason, they got us all those big, chunky Ericsson flip phones where you had to pull the antenna up. Yeah. And they were like, here you go. It's a million dollars per minute. Never use this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I just like <laughs> like holding this like, oh, my God, I wish I could fucking use this phone. Like it just sat in my car. Because I'm like, why do I have this? It's just something I can lose and have to pay for. But like, yeah, by 2000, when I was in graduate school, my sister worked for AT&T Wireless. And so she gave me her Nokia when she got a new Nokia. Oh, I had like a little red Nokia. Oh, okay. Smaller than the big Nokia. No, no, no. Yeah, I I think I had a little red Nokia as my first cell phone as well. Yeah. Yeah. But that was in like, I think it was like 2003. Well, yeah, well, and maybe Hollywood, you know, maybe they all, but, but Michael, he made it sound, it was, it was like, oh, whose is it? Whose is it? All of you have one. Whose is yeah, it? That's, and I'm that like, is, that is fucking weird, right? Like, does he time travel? How do they, yeah, maybe everyone in Hollywood did, did have one. Probably, I'm sure at that point, everyone in Hollywood mm. had one. And that's, so to them, it was like, yeah, that happens all the time. Because yeah, <laughs> it felt like a very much more modern cultural sort of oh my god and they probably and that's probably maybe macgyver's phone would go off during maybe that's a whole nother thing i mean we're probably looking into it way too much but (laughs) who the fuck knows it feels like this whole episode is just nothing but that speaking of cut to uh grell the robot practicing hmms yeah and and i've got like uh what's that guy's name uh well grell is the name uh that's the only name we get for him yeah i've just got nobody can teal but teal well <laughs> well i mean this is i mean this is where I, I was like i i was like this is the show yeah this is where i was i was fully like everything in this episode is just a meta analysis everything is mm-hmm. but it's but it's but it's good it's smart mm-hmm. because they yeah. couch it in this episode they couch it they made they made a story so that they could blow off all of this steam that's true. I, and like you said, I think there's probably inside jokes. That's why we're stuff like, what the fuck is this? And you're like, okay, are we looking into it too much? I'm like, no, but we'll probably never understand it either. <laughs> um, and then I love like, so after it, this at the kind of ending the scene where the guy is trying to teal and he can't teal, but yeah. he's trying to do like a even more exaggerated idea of teal. Um, everybody's sort of like breaking like leaving and like there's a couple writers or executives going by and they're like you know what this show needs is a the sexy female alien yeah and uh i thought that was funny yeah yeah yeah. because i'm sure they i'm sure that's been told to them well and i'm sure countless 
Galastar. Because everybody was like, why don't you have like a seven of nine situation? Well, it's her. Yeah. Uh, the, the Klingon from Enterprise, right? Like this, this, this there's Depaul. nothing, there's nothing new about this. This is, pr- producers have been asking about this for all sci-fi since the beginning of time. Arguably Deanna Troy, you know, she's walking around in a, in a jumpsuit. Oh yeah. But, oh, that's, that's wholesome though. That's, 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 <laughs> that's true. <laughs> she makes it, um, she makes of it no big deal. And that makes it all the, all the hotter. <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> uh well look yeah no yeah that's obviously a diss right uh that that line I, I should mention i'm sorry i should mention mention oh. kira from deep space nine i don't want to be like she's oh yeah not don't leave anybody sexy. out yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well and not to and, and that's not like they did, have not done that in stargate we had uh yeah the, let's go the, jesus that toker lady the toker lady uh that yeah that was pretty fucking blatant um because that actress was like up and coming at that point although and there was that one like go out old for like one episode sex bomb go old lady the blonde who was like the sexiest person who's ever been on a show but again it doesn't doesn't feel like they were trying it i mean (sighs) no it felt like oh and she also is sexy yeah 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 but with that that one that tokra one was the one where yeah yeah. this gives me the ick so that yeah, so yeah, they're not they're not immune to this criticism, but at the same time, it kind of feels like they, they've written the line pretty well, mm-hmm. relatively speaking, in terms of like you know not just bleh, bleh, not Star Trek original seriesing it up like yeah, every episode, yeah, yeah, which they make fun of in this in this episode. I uh, yes, so Jack goes to con- McNeil goes to confront Martin. Well, he reads his story. That's nice. Right. It's always Where fun. he finds out there's a fifth member of SG-1 <laughs> in the story. Because yeah. Martin, Martin, Martin didn't run himself in. And it doesn't even like fly with like, not only could he not be on the SG-1 team, it does, that idea doesn't even fly with the people who converted it into a fucking TV show. Yeah, cut that. They changed, they changed cut like nothing out. else. <laughs> <laughs> they changed like nothing else. <laughs> so there's this, this, I like the scene in the trailer where McNeil is explaining to Martin that this is all real. The Stargate's yeah. real. The going to other planets is real. And it's like fun. It's like a reverse of that diner convo from the last episode where Martin seems delusional to McNeil. Um, Martin doesn't even like, go there. You think he's going to be like, dude, there's something wrong with you. But instead he's like, it's a prank. And then he's like, he's like, I get it. Okay. And it's like, as if he has ever give it a pitch or bid pitched at he's like oh my god write it up and pitch it to me yes. no guarantees yeah. it's like he's just like so world weary in this like i don't even think he's ever been in a meeting where anyone has said that either that or he's got more ideas and he's hearing that all the time so he decides it's a pitch which i guess makes the most sense because <laughs> the other thing would be to be like okay that's real and I mean, that he, is pretty funny, you know, that it's yeah. that whole trope of like everyone, you know, the waiter in L.A. will give you his script as he's serving you, yeah. you know, even the colonel in the military. Is like, <laughs> I got an idea. Well, Martin. It, yeah, he gets a hit in his pager and he sm- like, smarms his way out of there. Yep. Bye. And so we cut to the other half of the team. We've got DJ and Sam and they've got backup. Jesus. They go. They they bla- they blaze into this warehouse where they 
are like, this is where we think the alien went. Okay. Only to find themselves in a standoff. <laughs> and it's the NID. And Sam's like, we've been set up. And I'm like, what do you mean? Yes. Yeah. I I don't. Yeah. What? By whom? For what reason? And god damn it i hate the nid they're such dumb dickheads like they're all so stupid it's almost like somebody just went and like hey i get to start my own secret branch of the government you know what i think i'm just gonna go directly to my frat directory and hire everyone (laughs) and we're all just gonna kind of be like dumb surly toxic dick faces to everybody yeah the the men in black the mib yeah, <laughs> and uh, again, again, maybe this is a this is a reference of some kind inside. Oh joke. yeah, they are. They all are dressed like the Men in Black. Yeah, they look pretty good. But the thing, but we it's haven't the seen whole, them dressed like that before. Yeah, but it's the whole thing of like, like they just say the NID and Carter's immediately like, oh, they have higher jurisdiction than a than me in the Air Force. And again, I'm like, how, how, how does she do that though? I just feel like that ends the standoff because were they both are like, okay, so we're all working for the same government. Now let's have a fight about who's in charge. But that's not what happens. What happens is they get tied up by the NID. Where's the professional respect? It's bananas. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, well, okay. That shit is whack. Oh, damn. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So, uh, we uh we cut to Martin uh where he goes into the into the stage. That's he's empty. in a horror movie scene now. He's straight up in a horror movie now. Uh yeah, it's like in the circus after dark. Oh you hey you guys hey you guys. Hello? This isn't funny anymore, you guys. <laughs> and then O'Neill just rolls in. He basically O'Neill just basically followed him after he left him. Uh he's, yeah, he's in there yeah. too. So it's a good thing. Well, I think at first I'm like, well, it's a good thing he showed up. And then a half a second later, I was like, it's totally an ineffective thing that he showed up because immediately they are being held at gunpoint. Oh, yeah. Yeah. By, by T- T- Tanner and the Italian mob crew. They're outgunned. McNeil, because McNeil's just casually walking out of there, even though they can tell there's something going on. He's just like, oh, here's the most open spot in the whole room on the whole soundstage. <laughs> yeah. Let's just stroll through the middle of it and I'll be twirling my hat in my hands. No, 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 no. Did you, did you see what he does with his hat? What? He throws it on the ground. Like they're in, they're in, they're in the, they're in the alien hallway and he's like, stay, stay by me. He's twirling his hat and then he throws it to the ground when they leave the hallway. Why did, why did he do that? Why did he throw his hat onto the set? Is that a joke? Is it? Because like, it's is it weird. Sort of like, it's so weird. <laughs> is it a joke about how like sometimes there's like a continuity issue? Like, <laughs> hey, what happened to her purse? I don't remember that from this show, but like I've seen it on other shows where I'm like, oh, she's got a purse on the bar now. She doesn't. You know what I when I think it is actually? I think it's uh, it just MacGyver did that for just some reason, whatever, just a mind fart. But they yeah. only they only rolled once because they they basically made this whole thing quickly. Off to the side. That's why it came out a day later. It's it's. You like, know what it? I think this episode is. I think their whole budget is in that ship. <laughs> yeah. And that's why it was all ad lib too. The producer was right. <laughs> yeah, they put all the they the producer probably a producer said that to them. And they're like, all right, we'll put the whole budget in a cool ship, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, wrote this ridiculous episode around it. Yeah. That's funny. I, I love good. the ship. I'm yeah. like 
totally into it. It's worth it. If you ask me. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. then, so they're tied up and Martin is like, this is really bad. And ha ha lols, I guess. Cause he means missing the filming, not being tied up by gun at gunpoint and kidnapped. It's, um, I mean, Martin's a one track horse. Like he's Martin through and through. Like he never takes being kidnapped seriously. He's like, okay, well, this is weird. You could let me go. Um, well, uh, well, Tanner rolls in and rolls the alien. It looks like maybe more torture. Yes. I, I wrote that as well. Yep. 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 But maybe it's just an insulin shot at the same time. That's Mountain Dew. That's that's yeah, that's Mountain Dew extreme right there. Yeah. You don't want that's, that. <laughs> That'll make your blood sticky or something. You don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, this is the, at this point, I'm like, they've been drugging him and then they're giving him a shot. He's like, I don't want a shot. And he's like, it's just going to clear up your memory. And I'm like, why the fuck didn't you just stop drugging his vitamins? I'm still thinking that. Uh, right. Cause so they're giving them a shot. Cause at this point we don't know he did it to himself at this point. We're like, like, what the fuck? Like, why you got to give him Mountain Dew in his veins? You could have just stopped giving him vitamins if you need him to remember. Was it? Is it? Beca- is it because? Yeah, maybe they didn't know when the ship was going to come back, and now that they know it is, they're on a timeline. No, no, it's because he was dragging himself. I'm just saying at this point we didn't know that. So at this point, I had that question. Oh, oh, right. Yeah, they were never doing <laughs> that. Yeah, right. Jesus. Are you, well, are you okay? Well, I well just I. <laughs> Trying to f- keep keep on this, I know, plot, I know, quote unquote, uh, is and, difficult. Yeah, and NID, I don't know what they said, but I was like, NID is dumb and arrogant. Well, yeah, well, yeah, this is yeah, Daniel and Carter. Uh, we cut back to them, and they're just sitting there like peeved because <laughs> the NID is like, yeah, you know, you know that the NID has authority over you guys. I can tell you what to do. That's how the government's been structured. That's how this works. So you guys are going to sit here. We have, we now have control over this, this, uh, situation. So you guys just sit tight. You're going to stay here. Yeah. Uh, we're going to go do something ill-advised that we're not prepared for. Cause we're stupid and arrogant. You stay here. <laughs> Somebody entirely in the shadows comes and unties McNeil and Martin. And the only reason we know it's Teal is because, McNeil's like, oh, Teal, you're rescuing us. And I, and at this point, I'm like, yeah. So my hopes for a little bit of adequate Teal in this episode, at this point, I'm like, good God, like he's fucking in the shadows, actually, for this scene he's in. And then he pops out of the, he doesn't, he never pops out of the shadows, actually. <laughs> Martin is like, now he can, he's starting to remember because he got the shot and he goes, oh, it's Murray. Murray. And then suddenly they're just, there's a shot of Teal'c's face that's suddenly well lit. Yeah. And he's like, ugh. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, he's all in the shadows and then he gets called Murray. And I'm just like, and this is where we find out he drugged himself. Yeah. Okay. Murray. He hated being a real estate agent. Oh, back up. What? <laughs> when the hell did he get a lot? Okay. So the, they went back to their planet. Right, yeah. At the end of the la- their last episode, it's shit. Right. No one else is alive. Right. So Martin came. They all yeah. came back. Yeah. Got their planet realist- was like a desolate, like post-apocalyptic, unlivable hellscape. Yeah. So Martin, so he got his real estate license, became a real estate agent, 
and and then hated that life. So. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. This, at this point, he says, I did it to myself. The reason I dragged myself was because the magnitude of the loss of our entire population, our entire planet I can feel that. was was too much for me. And I was just working this dumb real estate job that you guys <laughs> set up for me. And I was like, oh, ding, ding, ding. I think it'd be really stressful to be a realtor. <laughs> oh, okay. So he they came back and he was like, I, give me something. And his alien friends who have always wanted to leave but haven't been able to. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've got questions about that later. But we can ask him now because these are good questions. Like, I'm sorry. Like, well, no, they make sense at the end because at the end, we'll finally find out what the agenda is. And then these questions are important. Okay. Well, uh, well so they also say the ship is coming because it's been on a timer this entire time. It's right? coming back. But Martin has the fob for it. He has the right. teleporter device and he took, he took it with him and then, yeah. And so his friends are trying to find him because they want it. They want the thing. I don't really fucking know why he took it. Cause like he was, I, I don't know, but like he also remembers suddenly that he has exposed the entire Stargate program with this dumb TV show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then lulls again, McNeil goes, don't worry. It's on cable. <laughs> Oh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Nobody's going to watch that. Um, yeah, he has this important equipment. And I was like, oh, and he keeps it in the props department. And I was like, oh, that's right. Like he said, he forgot what it was and it made a cool prop. Well, if you, yeah, if you just had that lying around, you'd be like, hey, try try this thing. Would I? I would be like, what the fuck is this? And I would be, go around my house saying if it remote controlled anything. And when it didn't, I would donate it to Goodwill. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess I'd put it in the props department. Yep, that that checks out actually that's exactly where i would put it well as they're looking for it in the props department yeah they're, they're looking for it and the prop that props guy mm-hmm. that we saw earlier he's like no nah, we I, we put it on it's in the shot right now that they're shooting it's over right. there somewhere so go 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 grab that like the other two leave first and i can't fucking need to write so i don't know <laughs> what what martin said but teal stayed behind long enough to do like an elaborate eye roll which was very satisfying because i feel like there are so many moments for Teal to respond to where he should be rolling his eyes, mm. but like just is stoic. So it's kind of great to just see this exasperated. Nice. Eye roll. Grell couldn't but, do that. Nah, I think I can't do shit. He's a robot. And he's silver. It's weird. <laughs> I guess it's normal for a robot. Never mind. Or if you eat too much of a certain heavy metal. <laughs> well, like mercury. <laughs> It might be mercury. Like if you have too much mercury, your skin starts turning silver before yeah, yeah, it kills I think, you. I think, yeah, I think it's mercury. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, so uh, well, yeah, when when they leave the props, the props guy calls the NID. I guess he's an agent. He's been an agent this yeah. whole fucking time. And it turns out, what, what what's wild about this is he's been an agent the whole time. Apparently, the whole reason the NID is involved is because they're looking for the quadra scanner, the same thing everybody else is looking for. And I'm like, but this motherfucker has been the props master the whole time on this show. And he's not like, well, what the fuck is this thing? He's like, I don't know. It's not here. Well, maybe they didn't know about the quadriscanner. They knew about the ship. And that's what they want. They ultimately want the ship. And so, and they know about Martin, obviously, because I guess they just know everything, of course. 
Uh, all right. And so they're just waiting, waiting for something. And now things are cooking. And they're like, all right, but they're like go. watching him so hard. They see literally everything he does. They didn't see him go. I wonder what this is. I think I'll put it in the props room. Yeah. Yeah. This alien looking technology. <laughs> Maybe they've stepped up their surveillance because of the ship that's coming. They've gotten a little there you go. More surveillance, a little less lax, perhaps. Well, uh, well, yeah. Well, and then yeah, we and then they're like, all right, let's move men in black. And so they all they they all roll out except for one. He's like, watch over these two, because we get yeah. to do that. We're 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 on the same team though. We're on the we're part of the same government. Don't worry about it. I know. I know. Then we get we get to see a little scene. Oh yeah, the, yeah, the last little the bit of wormhole extreme, wormhole extreme, and we get to see the Daniel Jackson guy talking to the Sam Carter lady, and uh, it's funny because the guy is doing like I didn't even notice until he did it. Like this is such a Daniel Jackson like speech pattern where he's like talking to Sam, and he's like the aliens couldn't have all just disappeared, could they? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like gone away before he says they like, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, no, they're, they're, they're doing this scene. They t- do a cut O'Neill. Uh, yeah. He, he's like, he rolls back up to fake Sam mm-hmm. and, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's this weird. Yeah. And he's like, Oh, may I and, uh, take all your shit? And she's like, and she's like, okay. 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 And it turns out like he's just like, I want to look at all your stuff to see if it's props. But I'm like, why are you making it so fucking weird? <laughs> that he's he's gaming. He's gaming. He's oh. not. He's oh well, maybe he's dot he's off of he's off fucking a little bit now. being weird. I mean, <laughs> maybe he needs maybe that's why his game is usually to be quiet. If he had her at hello, he lost her at oh, can I take all your he's stuff? Gonna take, yeah. He's working really hard. Like true. True, true, true. Yeah, because she's like, thanks, uh, I'm out. And yeah. so, so yeah, but he gives the, uh, the stuff to the, uh, the costume but takes the device. He's got it now. And uh, but then immediately gets stopped by Tanner and the gang and gets held at gunpoint. And then Teal'c rolls behind. And we do that whole thing. I got All right, you. Tanner's oh, the I- alien guy. Italian, t- because for some reason, having the device and having Martin with him, McNeil's like, you know where we should walk to? big cage let's just walk into a big box with no other exit we'll just like for some reason walk onto a fucking truck we'll like walk into the back of a truck why what the fuck are they doing because that's i didn't think about that because they get followed in and martin's like distracting because he's still memory martin still gives a fuck about being on set so okay and they're arguing about that and then yeah Tanner and friends roll in. This is a scene I want to talk about. Okay. Oh. They pull guns on McNeil yeah. and Martin. Yeah. And then Teal'c puts a gun on them mm-hmm. and says, drop your guns. Yes. And they're just like, no. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, holy shit. Like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. More people should refuse to drop their guns. Cause Teal'c just kind of goes, okay. <laughs> i guess i mean to your point i'm not going to shoot either one of you actually once again uh, yeah there's there's literally there's no tension there's no repercussions there's nothing really happening here right they're just like oh you know fuck your government or whatever because the nid and they're like we hate them too and they're just like whatever and they're like well what's going on and nobody knows and then 
Jack McNeil gets a call from Sam saying like they basically she is she and Daniel, but probably she has like <laughs> bloodied up the NID guy who was supposed to be watching that. that dude was big. He had a big neck. She she yeah. crushed it. Yeah. And she's like, um, all right, well, NID is on the way. And somehow, like, while being held at gunpoint, because McNeil takes a call. Martin's like, what a great time for me to run between the two men holding guns, fall on Teal, say, I'm okay, Murray. That, that, was, that was so <laughs> and, weird. And just run off because you really need to be on set right now. The most important thing you can think of right now is to be on one, set. One track, one track pony, this guy. Yeah. Well, it's probably, well, it's good that he did because we get to that set and they're they're all they're all too late. The ship's here. The ship has entered Earth's orbit, entered the atmosphere. Right. And there and I was just like, okay, is this SG one budget bragging at somebody? But now we've addressed that. We we were we're pretty sure they wanted to do a cool ship and they were like told, no, just react to it. Or if you can make it happen Guys, for five thousand dollars less. Yeah. Just do it. Remember that one time we were talking about what if an actual ship came in and we got to just film it? Get it, get it on the roll. That would have been cool, right? Yeah, let's do that. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, no, this is great. This is the climax, and they're making sure that they're that they're still rolling. Martin completely destroys. What's the actor's name again? He completely destroys the fourth wall. When and, I call him Stanford Blatch, that's the name of a character he plays on a oh, different show. When Stan, well, that's fine. Stanford Blatch grabs the ca- actual camera, destroys yeah. the the completely the fourth wall. Like th- yeah. this isn't a serious episode. Well, and what's funny is everybody's like oh my god the ship film that film that film that and they're still he has to jump in front of the camera which is pointing at the ground (laughs) but like not at the ground it's pointing at like the cameraman is looking through it and like has to like bump it up to barely catch the ship well thank god martin was there and so they get this sweet footage of this of this ship coming in which this is this is a big deal now uh there's eyewitnesses that aliens exist Oh, yeah. No, let's not. I guess you're when you said can't be canon, like the world. I, knows. I know because they're all acting like, OK, well, this is really amazing special effects. But somewhere there's a special effects team going. What the fuck? Yeah. When, when they when they hand the award out. No, we can't take it like we, there's no behind the scenes of how we made this ship. I don't know. It's Hollywood. They're going to figure- <laughs> take that. Take that award and run. Who? fucking cares like that you're the smallest sin ever committed in hollywood is going to be those guys taking the award the emmy how'd you guys do that hollywood secrets right yeah fuck off yeah true okay true, true. <laughs> yeah. um and then we find out okay so martin's ex-friends they just want to leave they and just, i'm just like that's all they wanted to do this whole time is just leave. what the fuck are you so menacing for yeah don't don't hang out in a warehouse in the dark all the time. Take off those trench coats. Don't like carry a gun everywhere. I know this is America, but just chill out. Maybe go to the SGC and say, uh, yo, could you put us somewhere else? NID won't leave us alone. That we want to leave because the NID has not stopped tailing us. We can't shake them. Can you please put us through the gate? Man, I wish I had watched that last episode because I'm, I'm, I was like, where did they leave them off? Where were those guys at the end? I know they took Martin through the gate so he could look at his old place, look at the mm-hmm. old place, and then they took him back and gave him a real estate license, apparently. What were these guys doing? I 
honestly, like, did they, I cannot remember. I was like, wait, I don't, I feel like only Martin got to go through the gate. Maybe the other guys don't even know about the fucking gate. Jesus. So maybe they don't know about the gate or maybe they thought, well, you guys are shit at keeping the NID out of your business. (laughs) So if we took the gate, we couldn't, it really wouldn't help, but they're given the quadrigram of saucinator yeah, yeah, or whatever yeah. Yeah, yeah and they very much use 1960s beam away tech mm-hmm. to um beam them out it's very it very, almost i think it's the exact same effects, yeah yeah probably. yeah it's it's great like where they have like there's the outline of them <laughs> as a cluster like the charlie's angel outline but in glittery gold well, and and they're like, yeah, Martin come with us, and they're like, ah, we think Martin's cool here. He's he's hot, hot shot, mm-hmm. creating consultant in Hollywood now. He's he, he seems to be having a great time. Like he's here now. Don't worry about him. He's decided he can now live with what he decided was actually. So since he's been in Hollywood, he's like, oh my god. Um, even though it's like 2001, I'm in Hollywood. Everyone's got a therapist here. I think that <laughs> I can't get a therapist if I go back on the ship. Also, maybe there's no snacks on the ship. I that's, I had questions about that. Like, is the ship supplied up? Like, where are they going to go? Yeah, no, he's gotten way too used to craft services and per diems. So, yeah, uh, yeah. He wants to stay. Although lately they've been serving some kind of weird sandwiches <laughs> that have been giving him heartburn. Because yeah, yeah. so, of all that white bread. Well, mm-hmm. uh, well, yeah, so they beam up in the ship. Flies away. They they and they cut cameras, and they have a, a cutesy little meta ending. Oh yeah, about golf. Yeah, no, yeah. These jacketed, two jacketed individuals uh, who mm-hmm. are obviously Glasner and Wright. Oh yeah, I Those knew are that. The show it's so obvious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm just like, all right, yeah, might as well. Yeah, the fourth wall has been already obl- been obliterated. Uh, every wall, take out every wall now. This is just this is just a fun. This is the fun thing the crew, where the crew is winking at the audience. Yeah, okay, that, that, that's fine. Right. That's cool. And so then they decide to give us a bunch of like outtakes from what? Oh, yeah, yeah, no. From, oh, from Wormhole Extreme. Yeah, then the episode keeps going. Yeah, for the first time ever, it's like, oh, it's not an abrupt ending. There's like more. Yeah, and it's, it's, a, it's a lot. It's a lot. It is. There's like, this is the, where we get the, like a gajillion paper mache rocks or like big uh, well, cement bricks fall onto the Daniel Jackson guy, making him a mad whiny little bitch where he like throws a rock onto Peter DeLuise and storms off. That was interesting. Okay. Well, okay. F- first off, right before that, we have that yes. actor do the most yes. meta ing <laughs> of any meta ever because, and this has to, this has to have been improv because it's mm-hmm. like, it's not. I enjoy that they they decided to do they, they didn't do takes from the actual show but takes from this fake show. That's awesome. That's cool. But then this guy blows the cover because he he talks about yeah. every actor, every meta level. But I got confused. Like I felt like there was an extra one in there. I was like, what's that? Is it the book character? So is he saying like I'm this yeah. actor who plays this character who's based on this character from the book? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who's based on Daniel Jackson? Who's played by, by Shanks, Shanks who by is James, James Spader? Spader. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He goes all the way down, and, and I'm just like, wow, this is this is, yeah. Th- there's no pretense of any kind anymore. It's a, and, but then yeah, then they uh, throw a bunch of rocks at him, and I didn't realize the full extent of how funny that is. Well, and, and then, how much of a commentary that probably is. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. That's probably why they didn't have him do the scene. <laughs> so I thought this earlier when, you know, um, Michael DeLuise's character is like, oh, his O'Neill is like, yeah, it is. in fact, it does say Colonel on this uniform. I was like, does it though? Because for some reason, you guys never have your patches on your uniform. That'd be like your tags, your name yeah. tags and stuff and your insignia. And then he looks up and he goes, but it doesn't like, it literally doesn't say Colonel on my uniform. And it gets into this lengthy back and forth about, but it doesn't say that, but it doesn't say that. Could you put it here? It doesn't say that. And they're just like, shut up. He's like, but it doesn't say that. It's very long. Yeah. but it's but it, but it, but it's all right michael de Luiz is actually kind of he's kind oh, of he's, he's funny he's, yeah he's, he's, fun. he's kind of funny he, he didn't act in a lot of stuff from what i could see no but i do like this um, little back and forth that comes up between him and peter de Luiz is the director oh yeah where he's like what do you mean it's not a real show and it it, it also was so, so fourth wall broken that it was like okay we're brothers here you're oh, Michael, yeah. I'm Peter, and it's not yeah. a real show. And he's like, what do you mean? And he's like, well, then what am I here for? Because we're filming it. I'm getting paid. What's not a real show? How's it not a real show for you're making it? It's fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, and I, I had a lot of, it has a lot of different levels to it. And I really, I, and yeah, it's it's awesome. But it's not canon. Oh, of course not. Although the only part that probably is, is like Martin's probably still here and his menacing alien friends are probably gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And the NID is all dicks. <laughs> and Samantha definitely beat one of them up. So and I noticed, so I had noticed um, early, like in the beginning when they were showing the clips also of um, Wormhole Extreme, that mm. Michael DeLuise was significantly shorter than Space Princess Lady that he was going to aggro kiss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah. I love that that they called that out. And he's like, can I get like half an apple box? Or like, a, like, I, I, honey, I think a whole apple box is what you're asking for. And I love that Peter DeLuise is like, no, you, you look the same from here. Just totally <laughs> like fucking him. He's saying like, you, you guys, you look taller actually from here. The camera angle. Yeah, for sure. But I promise. Yeah, no, yeah, it's great. It's awesome. All right, Tori. Yes. Tori. Yeah. Tori. Yeah. Were you comforted by this episode? Uh, was I comforted by this episode? As if. Uh, Sha. Uh, uh, no, no, no. I, I was. Uh, I ultimately, yes. Um, because it was just fun. You know, it was just. Yeah. It was. It was. It was cool to see like some people from behind the scenes, and yeah, it, yeah, it was cool. But uh, it's it does it all it does it's bittersweet because every show gets to this point where they start referencing themselves. And I, I, but I liked that this show that they did it in such a way they were like, let's take all of that and just put it into one weird non-canon episode. And we'll, we'll reference, we'll do all the referencing we need to get it all out in this weird little episode and keep and not touch the, let the rest of the series get all meta. I like that. That's a good idea. I feel like they like maybe killed two birds with one stone. Like they were like, all right, we will spend our whole budget for this episode on a ship. And (laughs) also we noticed that the writer's room is getting kind of like silly. Yeah. Cause it it has been happening. Um, Well, yeah. yeah. Ultimately. Yes. I was comforted. What about you, Sarah? Were you comforted by this episode? Totes. Oh, wait, is that, is that aughts? Is that nineties? No, I think it's later. I was going to say totes and the goats, but I think that's, (laughs) I think that, no, that's aughts. I think that's Mm. aughts, right? Totes and the goats. End of the aughts. Um, Yeah. I thought it was very light and very fun. Mm -hmm. And I actually laughed out loud when Teal rolled his eyes. <laughs> nice. Like not not like a hearty belly laugh, but I did. 
fucking laugh. All right. Well, yeah, there you go. Um, although during, during the show, uh, did you, uh, meta yourself into any of the characters and be like, yeah, I want to be them or nah, no way in hell or, uh, uh, meh. Uh, yeah, I did that. that's, that's me in the nineties. You know, you did, All right. did you do that. Yeah. Yeah. My, I'll start with my, nah. it's teal cause he cooks. No, thanks. Pass. That's someone I want to do. <laughs> Uh, my yeah is Frazier because she oh. just gets to hang out at the base with daddy mm. doing like lab shit lab, yeah. and hanging out like, you know, or just like giving lab report information that she maybe didn't even have to do that lab report. Right. She's just chilling. Yeah. Super, and like, she's super. not even worried about her friends because she's like, apparently <laughs> there's well, no stakes this week. Well. This is great. And uh, my meth was the escaped aliens because mm, yeah. like okay yes they got away so they don't have to deal with those dick faces at the end at the let's call them the nid they don't deal with those nid nid faces yeah, anymore yeah, yeah, yeah. those nid dicks and uh but like where are they going yeah what are they gonna do do they have food do they have cable tv you're telling me there's nothing they're gonna miss like mm, it doesn't sound like they want to leave it sounds like the the nids were making it impossible for them so that's not great yeah I guess they can come back secretly, maybe. And uh, how about you? You got yourself a yay and a nay, <laughs> like a maybe, a yay, a nay, and a may. <laughs> well, my yeah is uh, the, De- the, the Deloise brothers. Mm-hmm. Um, they get to, uh, in this episode, they got to shit on Hollywood. <laughs> and they've taken over Stargate. Repeated all yeah, recently took yeah, over the show. Yeah, and in, in, in a weird manner of speaking, but that's I'm not saying it's bad. It's it's not like a bad thing. I don't think. Just it's great. It's awesome. He's probably having. He probably he's having the time of his life. Like good for them. No, no, no. I but let me be clear. I've never watched this and thought I'm not happy for Peter DeLuise. Or, or, or thinking that it's like a, like it's a bad thing, right? Like, yeah. A, like it's a hostile takeover and he's ruining it. Yeah, Frankly, no. he makes it fucking better. So yeah. yeah. Sorry. I'm just curious to know longtime fans. Like, I'm not saying I was, I mean, yeah, I watched it then, but people who were like more involved in knowing the show, uh, where's, do you like it better with, you know, with Peter? Like, mm. do you like it, uh, before Peter or after Peter mm-hmm. or like, either way and is it really who cares because all the problems are really in the last two years <laughs> let us know at vertical watering hole at gmail.com nice yeah and then uh my, my net well i have the fake daniel jackson as my net but mm-hmm. perhaps that shouldn't be the case <laughs> i think it should be michael shanks it should be actually. it should be uh, yeah it probably should be michael shanks i should have put that too Shit. uh but i did have michael shanks as my meh so never mind. I'll put fake Daniel Jackson as my meh. Just yeah, I think that's the way. Because he just got a bunch of prop rocks thrown at him. But my net is Michael Shanks. Um, be, uh, because yeah, he seems very put off by this episode. And yeah. yeah, and they and they make and yeah, they're they obviously have some sort of commentary about him, I guess. Maybe may, maybe no one liked him. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm just reading too much into it because I know he leaves and we're trying where he's like because he was mad because he wasn't like I don't know. It's like Season five is the season to talk about what what do you hate so much? Yeah, why? why yeah, but like we don't know because apparently all kinds of nasty, horrible shits happening on TV shows that we don't know about. All right, Colonel O'Neill and Samantha are training four rookie Air Force cadets. 
for the SGC. Out of the blue, aliens take over the SGC, and Jack does not have anyone that he can trust but the cadets. He teams up with the cadets, and they enter the SGC using a hidden exit to rescue Sam. What will happen to the SGC? Will they be capable to avoid the invasion? Jeez. Okay. Damn. Uh, well, I mean, uh, uh, the only thing I, you know, I, I want to say a couple things. One, man, it, it takes a while for this ep- for them to get back up. This episode will air at March 8th, 2002. Wow. Five months, six months later. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, because, as everyone knows, September 11th happens yeah. three days after this episode we just talked about aired so yeah. this is the we're we're entering the post 9-11 sg one folks <sighs> we'll see how we'll see how it goes it took it took tv like a long time to get back to normal um it was just like not happening like shit just wasn't on it was like you remember like john stewart finally came back on and he brought his puppy yeah yeah <laughs> well um, yeah and it's and yeah and it kind of felt like None of us really minded. You know what I'm saying? No, it's not like we, we were trying, like, it was, no, we were not trying to watch. Our minds were on different things. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Everyone's was. Yeah. God, this is insane shit. Oh, man. Um, all right. Well, uh, well, yeah, folks, we're going to, yeah, that's, that's where we're going to go. Uh, the, the new Stargate post 9 11. We'll see how it goes. Uh, but I'm excited. Um, we're rocking and rolling here. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Come try it. Oh, come try it. Yeah. You know what? You should come try it. Hmm. Paying for this podcast. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, where, Sarah? Where? Oh, uh, Patreon. Ooh, we got Patreon. We got Patreon. And currently, currently, we only have a $5 um, a month tier. Mm-hmm. You're going to have access to fun polls, one of which is about what our first bonus episode should be. We've been wanting to do bonus episodes for a long time, but like why and for where? And we think we're going to do some like <laughs> season recaps where like... Why are you we'll doing this? It- where are you? Where, where are you doing this? Why? <laughs> we'll put it why? on the bonus... <laughs> Some shit we'll put on the bonus feed first and then put in the regular feed and stuff that just stays bonus feed. So, um, but mostly just, I mean, the bonus content is that it's a bonus, but what really needs to happen is Tori needs to buy a new computer so we can keep making this podcast. Well, yeah, you know, there's always, there's, yeah, there's, there's costs associated with this, you know, it's not too much, but, uh, yeah, some, uh more reliable consistent gear uh would help us keep this thing rocking into the future so and and uh so please uh yeah go just check the patreon out uh see if it's uh, a good fit for you um i'm sure it will be uh and yeah yeah you know stay comforted with us comfort us more uh with your presence and maybe a, a little bit a little bit of money okay yeah that's what's up Thanks for being here for Come Try a. Yeah. You win a prize, and the prize is to possibly find out deeply disturbing personal information <laughs> about your host <laughs> or, or fun, fun, stupid information in the segment we're calling Get to Know Your Host with Sarah and Tori. All right, Tori. I'm going to use the, the actually curious deck today. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
All right. This is one that has gotten us into the pit of despair before. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, this is funny. What is something you pretend to know about and why? (laughs) Hmm. Let's see. No, this is fun. I do pretend uh, uh, on occasion. I do. I want to say directions. (laughs) Like specifically like (laughs) Seattle, like Seattle directions. Do you mean like directions to a place step by step or do you mean north, south, east and west? I mean, both really like like when something like when a stranger's like, hey, I'm trying to get here, here, here. And that's always a weird interaction because they usually have a phone and I'm like, why does GPS not help? Yeah. Do you not have the maps? So but before I bring mine out, I try to do it in my head. Mm -hmm. But so. And I've probably steered many people the wrong way, probably, because. Oh, yeah. I never know where people want to. I never know. I want to. I want to think that I know Seattle at this point. It's 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 hazy. It's getting hazy. And so I have been pulling out my phone and being like, well, I'll pull up my Google Maps and figure it out. But I do like to pretend like I know I hey tourists. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm the sea. I've been here a long time. Oh, oh, the the fucking computer science museum. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, the first Starbucks. Oh, uh, go over here. Oh, that play that thing where they they shot that one movie. Uh, yeah, I'm usually talking at my butt. Uh, it's funny. I will not steal yours, but I will say same. Whenever <laughs> somebody I'm asking, whenever somebody's like trying to tell me where they live or where our place is in Seattle, they're like, you know, we're blah, 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 like west of here. And I'm always like, uh-huh. Because what am I supposed to do? Go, oh. no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Find a better landmark. Because when sometimes I do that and they're like, okay, do you know this place? No. Do you know this place? No. Do you, how about the Egyptian? And I'm like, oh, fuck, I think I know where that is. I'm like, yes. Oh, that's similar, but that's, that is different. Yeah. That's, that's different. Yeah. I, but I, okay. and I totally get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it is. Different. So yeah, I also pretend to know like every, well, the thing, and I don't know, like I'm actually like from Tacoma. So like, I do not know why I am sitting. I'll sit in a room of people who are from like the East coast and the Midwest, which is generally out of state. And they're all like, Oh, you know, where such and such is. And I'm like, I'm the fraud. So mm. I just go, Yeah. Because I'm not a fraud. I'm like, <laughs> what? Like, okay, like, what is, why, why, why do I think like I'm just not good at this? This is something I'm just very bad at, which is like keeping landmarks in mind. And I'll know like amazing directions somewhere. And then I don't go, I don't drive there for a while. Like, COVID yeah. really fucked me. Like, you don't drive somewhere for a while. And then you're just like, I don't fucking know. Well, all right, folks. Uh, You've uh, you've learned a little bit more about us, you know, where we are, our silent fibs, our little right. fibs uh, that we rock through life. Or we would be exposed if any of our friends listened to our podcast. Yeah, yeah. No one who is actually in our life uh, <laughs> will ever learn know any of this. So it's cool. Nope. But you will, uh, good listeners. And you can uh, learn more about us and more about uh, Stargate Issue 1 um, at our website, theseventhsymbol.com, where you can listen to all these episodes. You can also send us your thoughts if they're good, if they're nice, if they're kind to verticalwateringhole at gmail.com. Send your questions. If we're ever interesting enough to you to generate questions or anything. Yeah. Hey, guess what? 
We got a little bonus tidbit of information this week, Tori. Yeah. Guess I I moved through. Like I have been to to a threshold. I've passed a threshold. Mm. Love it. And that is, I realized. I don't remember why I was at Seattle Art Museum Remix, like a I think twice a year kind of arts event. Mm. Man, I'd throw down with somebody who said SG1 was a shit show. <gasps> oh, yeah. I'm prepared to, to tell them of all the reasons it is not a shit show <laughs> or a shit show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I was like, that's new. So I think from now on, I'll just be like, yeah, my podcast is about SG1. Still, well, yeah, still, well, it's still not a fan cast. Uh, or, or, or do you think it is? You think it's a fan cast? I mean, it doesn't sound like one. No, when we're talking, it doesn't sound like one. If you if you cut to any point in the in the timeline of any of these episodes, now you'll be like, "Who are these people? Uh, do they have an agenda?" You know, and no, no, we're just chilling. We're comfortable. Uh, we only we only talk about the things that we love. Well, the things that we decided to love. I don't know where I'm going with this. Not a fan cast, but it's not a hate cast either. It's a comfort. You know, what where you're going is like many things in life. This this can also grow on you. <laughs> I don't know why I was like, oh yeah, like this <laughs> fungus right here. <laughs> no, it's not a fungus. No, like this show, like this, yeah, like this show SG One. It can grow on you, like a benign, like a benign tumor. Oh. <laughs> yes, yes. Jesus. Uh, yeah, no SG Fun. That's who. That's who we are. And we're glad you're here with us. And, uh, and you know, and again, check out our Patreon, you know. Uh, mm. It's happening. It's live. And uh, go over there. Check it out. Check it out. Hey, it's like we're a real podcast now. Well, <laughs> yeah. 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 No, we're on. We're at. We're at places. You can. We're on. We're on the web. We're online. I will tell you. Wait, so when I Googled today, um, Stargate Science Podcast. Yeah. This podcast came up instead. What? Okay, we didn't write, we didn't put that. That's someone, someone else did that. I think it just, it came up as a hit for Stargate podcast. Like, immediately. Oh, great. Love it. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Um, all right, folks. Well, thank you for joining us at the Vertical Watering Hole. Until next time. Yeah, thank you. Holy Hannah. Holy Hannah. Bye. There's nothing physically wrong with them, or at least nothing I can find.